You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is January 31st, 2022. On the show today, we discuss Keith Law's top 100 prospects list. He's got two nationals on the list. We'll talk about those guys. Also, the news that MGM is going to open up a uh, casino sports book in Nationals Park, basically, uh, on the property of Nationals Park. We'll talk about that. And also, Shohei Otani will be on the cover of uh, MLB The Show 2022. We'll talk about that as well. Coming up, busy show. Hope you all enjoy. All right, so Keith Law released his top 100 prospects list. This is always a much, uh, you know, much to do uh, whenever he releases this list. And only two Nationals players are on it. So we'll get to them. But first, let's talk about generally who he's got on this list here. Uh, you know, there's the best prospects right now as we head into 2022. So uh, a player that, you know, just not too far away from the Nationals, Adley Rushman, the catcher is number one on this list. And uh, he has been, you know, he's one of those guys that that was part of this trend where people taking catchers high and, and you know, there's such a value on them. We just saw Henry Davis taken as well. And it feels like, yeah, this guy, without a doubt, is the guy that is number one um, right now. And so I think that's, you know, pretty not debatable. Uh, Bobby Witt is at number two, the shortstop. Riley Green of the Tigers, number three. Spencer Torkelson of the Tigers is number four, a guy like, I like a lot uh, from Arizona State. C.J. Abrams, a shortstop for the Padres, is number five. Gabriel Moreno, a catcher for the Blue Jays, is number six. Shane Baz, the right-handed pitcher from Tampa, is number seven. Francisco Alvarez, a catcher for the New York Mets, is number eight. Julio Rodriguez, an outfielder for the Seattle Mariners, is number nine. And then Anthony, I think it's Volpe, uh, a shortstop, for the New York Yankees is number 10. So that's your top 10 right there. All right, who are the Nationals players on the list? Well, there's only two of them. Here's why. The, the guys the Nationals got in the trade last year for, uh, you know, the Dodgers trade, um, two of those guys are basically up and not considered prospects anymore, right? Josiah Gray and also K. Barrett Ruiz are at the point now where they are no longer prospects they are major league players. Uh, Josiah Gray started enough and K. Barrett Ruiz played enough to know that also these guys are going to be on the Nationals next year too. There's no denying that these guys are going to be everyday major league players next year. And so I think at that point, you know, you stop considering them prospects and you start considering them young players, right? They can still kind of have prospect tendencies and how they develop, but they are now young pros, I think is a good term for those guys. All right, the two Nationals players on the list. At number 46, we've got Brady House, shortstop uh, that we know 19 years old, 600, 200, uh, six foot four, 215 pounds. He bats right and throws right. You guys will remember the Nationals drafted him number 11 in the 2021 MLB draft. So uh, this is, I'll read you guys some of what Keith Law says. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to The Athletic. I always do this. Um, I was never really a huge fan of their business model, but I do love the writers that work there, so it is worth the read. But he says, nobody hits the ball harder than House did in 2021. 
not from the high school ranks or the college ranks. And that's why the Nats, who love the draft for superlatives and approach that has served them well over the last 12 years. They took him 11th with the uh, 11th overall pick. House is 6'4", 215 already, which all but guarantees his move to third base. Although he'll play shortstop in the near future, he has the cannon to play pretty much anywhere, and he's loose and athletic enough to stay in on, on the dirt for now. It's the incredible power that makes him an elite prospect, though. Not just big five power, and he references Joey Gallo, but consistency in the hard contact department on everything to all fields as well, from his pull side all the way over to the right center. Uh, there were some concerns in the spring about how well he would hit better pitching, whether the exit velocities papered, uh, papered over more fundamental concerns about his bat. He played just 18 games in the Florida Man League, hitting 322 with a 394 on base percentage and a 576 slugging percentage with a strikeout rate just under 20%, which is a tiny sample, but at least showed him making a lot of contact with the wood bat. This year in low A should answer that uh, that question more fully, but if he shows continued success with putting the ball in play at that level, he'll be a top 25 prospect, a potential Aaron Judge bat over at third base. Wow, a whole lot to dissect right there. So I, you know, if you guys listen to the show, and I know, you know, every podcast is somebody's first, I say that a lot, but I am not the biggest prognosticator when it comes to prospects. Even the Nationals guys, I don't pretend to know them well. Um, that's why I always consult with guys like Lindsey Crosby and guys, and I don't consult with Keith Law, but obviously right here, you know, you look at his list and you, uh, you know, you could use that as consultation in a way you use that as uh, something that you study. Um, and also guys like RM Layton too, to help you get a better idea, better understanding of who, who these guys are, what their strengths are. And cause tape of them is pretty limited too. Um, so you hear names like Joey Gallo, and I think that might make some people cringe a little bit. Also, you hear about uh, you hear about Aaron Judge too. I think the first thing that we think with that is strikeout rate. So we'll see how that develops uh, too. But I think the idea of power everywhere gets everybody pretty excited. And look, he wants to try and play shortstop, but we've talked about this across several shows. If you guys have not listened to it yet, go and check out my interview with Lindsey Crosby. We talk about. Look, Brady House wants to play short, but he's going to end up at third base or at first. He said the corner is possible for him, but I think with his athleticism and his age, before you you send him over to first base, uh, you want to you know make sure you give him a try elsewhere. Now, if he becomes such a good hitter, and then Josh Bell may not be there, and uh, you know you need to find a place for him on the diamond in a couple of years, and two or three, four years, whatever it is, maybe you do put him at first and try to develop that infielding stuff and let that come uh, you know and develop as well, but. Yeah, for right now, it seems like third base is the plan. And this is a guy that, that you know, uh, if he develops correctly, we, we heard what Keith Law just said there, he believes that he can find his way into his top 25. Now, this stuff is, once again, all speculative, but also a top 25 prospect sounds good to my ears, and I'm sure it sounds good to all of your ears as well if you are a Nationals fan. All right, the next guy that he's got not too far away at 48, and Brady House once again was 46, Cade Cavalli comes in at 48, the right-handed pitcher for the Nationals, who is 23 years old, 6'4", 230, he bats right and throws right. He was drafted number two in the 2020, uh, 20, excuse me, drafted number 22 in the 2020 MLB draft. Uh, his previous ranking was just missed, and also I'll say this for Brady House, he was ineligible because he was still in high school. This is what Keith Law has to say. Cavalli was the Nats' first rounder in 2020 and showed that kind of premium stuff throughout his pro debut, 
in 2021. He's a 94-98 as a starter, although he can see the velocity tapered towards the uh, the end of his outings. With a plus slider on the upper 80s and a mid-80s changeup he uses against lefties that's at least solid to average. Cavalli over power hitters at two levels before a promotion to AAA presented him with his first real adversity, and he doesn't have the command yet to attack hitters who can catch up to his velocity and lay off his stuff out of the zone. There were signs of trouble in AA where he walked 14% of batters, but he could get away with it by blowing guys away. Fastballs up, sliders down, and away to righties. Changeups down to lefties who were geared up for the fastball without locating. He also reached AAA at the end of a long year and had to adjust to the different baseball at that level. Have I mentioned how profoundly stupid it is that we don't use the same baseball at all levels? This, I have to, I'm sidebar right here. Lindsey Crosby has basically said everything that Keith Law has said verbatim to this point. Uh, and then let's see, I'll pick up right where he says from the, compl- uh, yeah, so he says it's a bad idea to switch the balls. It's bad enough that most amateurs hit with uh, composite bats in the spring, but MLB has complete control of the minors now. One sport, one ball, it's not that hard. Anyway, Cavalli's AAA performance did have some mitigating factors, and he's about as well built for 200 innings as any prospect on this list. I'm still bullish that he'll end up a mid-rotation starter who can carry a big workload, but for the next, the next step for him is learning to locate his stuff better. He's a solid athlete, and his delivery is uh, repeatable. And there's cause to think he'll get there. All right, so a lot there, but I think my mind goes to the 200-inning workload. And I've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. I'm sure Nationals fans have noticed this a bunch. The Nationals' big problem is finding depth at starting pitching. I mean, they got a problem developing it, but they just need guys who can eat innings. Even a guy like John Lester, who they brought in this season, was not, he was, you know, he's going out there and starting pretty often after he got off, uh, you know, his came off the IL to start off the season, but he still wasn't making it deep into games. That's what the Nationals need. They taxed their bullpen extremely this year, and it was definitely not good enough to hold up that end, uh, you know, their end of the bargain, but they need more quality starting pitchers. And so while Cavalli might not be the top guy, you know, the, the top guy in a rotation, Right, the fact that he can give you as many innings as he can, or as we think he might be able to, is a positive sign. The stuff with location and you know having to learn that you can't just blow fastballs by somebody—that is a pretty common thing. I feel like that we hear pretty, you know, we hear that relatively often when it comes to uh, some players like this. So you know, it's, it's something that he's going to have to work through in the minor leagues. But I uh, thinking about a guy who can really just be a mid-rotation guy, eat some innings for, and they can hang on to for a while. That excites me. I think Rutledge is more the higher upside guy, uh, and I, he's not on this list right now, but I think he's the more high upside guy. We talk about Cavalli versus Rutledge, uh, or, you know, and Rutledge, and not really against each other, but both those two in the same sense. You know, I think we think more about the upside of Jackson Rutledge and for Cade Cavalli, just the ability to be a mid-rotation guy, and hopefully he files in there with Josiah Gray. Hopefully they can get Steven Strasburg back healthy and start to rebuild that rotation, but it sounds like, Keith Law believes that, uh, you know, Cade Cavalli can be that kind of guy. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about MGM making an appearance at Nationals Park. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. You guys can go to built.com today. That's built.com. And check out the extensive line of Built Bars they have right now. If you're like me, trying to make a New Year's resolution, trying to get healthier, lose a few pounds, 
Built Bar is a great way that you don't have to sacrifice eating good food. Uh, Built Bar's got tons of flavors, coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. You might say, Josh, those sound sweet. It sounds like they're full of calories. No, 130 calories, four grams of uh, sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, as opposed to a candy bar, which is 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar. It's got dozens of net carbs. You don't need that. And with Built Bar, guys, you can have one uh, at, you know, for dessert and feel good. You guys can have one before a workout and feel good. You guys can have one after a workout and feel good about what you're eating. They're covered in chocolate. Once again, they are delicious. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off today at Built.com on your first order. Once again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off today. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. They are back uh, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models for cars. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Don't go there. Don't even deal with the hassle. Go to rockauto.com today. You'll choose. Uh, you, you'll spend up to 30 50 even 100% less than you would at a chain store. Uh, example of this, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, $216 at rockauto.com. You go there today, you type in locked on and there had you hear about us box. That way they know we sent you amazing selection, always low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right. So the announcement was made that bet MGM will be having a casino at the, or not casino, but they're going to be at a station, I guess, if you will, uh, at nationals park. This is a, Pretty big deal. I think it's kind of one of the first few that we're seeing uh, right here, but I'll read from WTOP News. It says that BetMGM, the first retail sports book connected to Major League Baseball, uh, to a baseball stadium, is now open at Nationals Park. The venue, open year-round, is accessible from N uh, Street Southeast next to Centerfield Gate and has 40 big screen TVs with live odd boards. Wages can be placed directly with cashiers, at six betters windows or by using betting kiosks. BetMGM is a full service bar and dining room. Uh, they announced that this was partnership was coming a year ago. Last June, BetMGM launched, uh, excuse me, MGM, the casino, launched BetMGM app following, uh, you know, the legality of being made legal. It allowed users to make bets within a two block radius of Nationals Park. MGM recently opened a retail sports book at MGM National Harbor. So it's a 4,000-foot uh, BetMGM sportsbook at Nationals Park, and it replaces Centerfield Social. It's not accessible inside from inside the ballpark uh, by fans while attending Nationals games. It's open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to midnight. In D.C., BetMGM joins Caesars Sportsbook at Capital One Arena and Grand Central and Adams Morgan as private sportsbooks. Several bars and retailers in D.C. offer betting through D.C.'s uh, Gambit DC. All right. So that's a, I think it's a big deal. You know, it's, it's going to make that environment down there, uh, near nationals park a lot better. That, that area has really just been developed. And to me, there's some good places down there, but also there's so much residential stuff. I like the fact that they're going to add, uh, you know, add this sports book that's going to be right there. And it's going to kind of add to the, uh, the excitement, kind of the ambiance down there, more people down there. And I think that's, that's good that they push more people towards that area and hopefully it pushes people towards the game. But yeah, you know, you might want to go down there and just hang out one summer afternoon or one summer day, have a few beers before the game. And once the game starts, go into the sports book or 
before and after the game, go into the sports book and hang out. I think this is an awesome option that they're opening this up at Nationals Park. So Casino at Nats Park, pretty big deal. All right, uh, one more quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to hit on the news that Shohei Otani will be on the cover of MLB The Show 22. But first, one more quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the best way to bet on the Super Bowl. You guys can go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code Locked On. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, and you guys will receive a 50% deposit bonus. So if you deposit $100, they'll give you an extra 50 to play with today. It's not just football. They got baseball, basketball, hockey, UFC odds, uh, Vegas casino games. They got it all. So once again, BetOnline.ag today. Promo code locked on, bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, so it was announced today that Los Angeles Angels star Shohei Otani will be on the cover of MLB 2022. Um, Shohei said, quote, I was very excited about the possibility and it actually came true, end quote. He said through an interpreter, this game has a lot of history. It's one of the only baseball games that has been out here. So it makes me want to get better on the field and live up to the hype, end quote. Well, this guy's the best, man. This guy is the, I mean, I absolutely love this dude. This was a no brainer. And this goes to the idea, you know, I've been, uh, I've mentioned this a few times in the podcast, but um, Juan Soto has worked on his English uh, it really helps him become a more marketable. It does help you just become a more marketable star. It just, it, it is a fact, but the idea that you cannot market a player who uh, does not speak English is totally false. All right. Completely false. Um, these guys are marketable. Uh, their play speaks for itself. And he also does a ton of interviews. Finds have, he has an interpreter. That's no problem at all. Um, you know, he's so good that the marketability for him is just going to be there naturally. But talk about Juan Soto and stuff, you know, this is just him trying to work on all facets that helps him in all ways, but you don't have to do it. Nobody's requiring you to, to learn English, try to get better at it. It's not a requirement at all. I mean, I, I think it'll help him in the long term. but if, if Shohei doesn't do it, I don't think it's going to hurt him that much because of such a, a mega star that he is. Now, yeah, it's a lot of hype and I think people are expecting so much and they expect him to be amazing from the outset. I don't think it's always fair to do, but uh, I think it's really cool that we're getting the right kind of, you know, this is this is an absolute star. This is a guy who's a great representative for the game of baseball. And uh, let me see who else uh, has been on the cover of MLB The Show, the history uh, of this. This game started, I believe it was back in 2000. And six, it was Ortiz, then followed by David Wright, Ryan Howard, Dustin Pedroia, Joe Maurer, uh, as well up until 2010. That was the last the last list. Um, and I'm seeing back in 20, uh, let's see, uh, it's crazy to think all about this too. Yasiel Puig was on the cover of MLB The Show at one point. Wow, what a crazy turn um, that has been. He was on uh, 15 I believe Bryce Harper was there in 19. Adrian Gonzalez was there in 12. 18 was uh, was Aaron Judge. Josh Donaldson was 16. McCutcheon was 13. Love Andrew McCutcheon. He's great. Uh, as we mentioned before, Pedroia back in 09. Maurer was on there. Uh, King Griffey Jr. was on that 17 special edition. Cabrera was on 14. So, yeah, I mean, he joins a long list of players, uh, great players, who have graced the cover 
Uh, I like MLB The Show. I, I, I do play it sometimes. Not my favorite sports game in the world, but I do think it's important to have guys like this cover athletes like this. Pretty cool to see. So congratulations to Shohei Otani, who's on the cover. Some good news in baseball right now. Shohei Otani is getting his due. All right, that will do it for the show today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.